0: Welcome, happy Monday. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. And sadly, it's the last month, it's the last Monday of the regular season before we get into the playoffs. As we have gone through 18 weeks of the National Football League season. Um, thank you very much for all for joining us. If you joined us for any of our recap episodes, uh, but this is gonna be our full week 18 recap. Um, as you saw in the graphic at the beginning of the show, uh, our thoughts and prayers are still with uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, but there is some extremely good news on that front, uh, as, he's been, as he has been released from the hospital in Cincinnati and is back in Buffalo as we speak. Um, so hopefully he continues to make a good recovery, as it sounds like everything is positive on his end. Uh, But this is Prime Sports World, and we're going to talk about week number 18. Uh, Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast if you have not already done so. Uh, We are on Facebook, we are on YouTube, we are on Twitch, and we are on Twitter. Uh, So continue checking us out. I'm David Huffman, your host, my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins in the house. Welcome to the show, my friend, as we try to get this done before the national championship gets kicked off at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And
1: we're also on Apple Podcasts.
0: We are, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. In case you did not miss our live, uh, we are also on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, and we are on Amazon Music. Amazon Podcast, I think, is the other one. Uh, I'm still working on getting that memorized. Thank you very much, TJ, for reminding me that I because yeah, I completely forgot. So fun fact. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this has been going to be our week 18 recap. TJ, I'm a little sad, man, that the NFL season has been is now completely over. I know that we're going into the playoffs, but I just the, the the greatness of just sitting down on Sundays and watching Red Zone. And seeing all the touchdowns from every game, and watching games, it just—it's gonna be. It's not, I, I'm just gonna be sad.
1: Yeah, red zone is. I guess that's why it's called red zone. Like I, I prefer it that, that they give you like the whole game, but. For, for game. so
0: so my team is Chicago, and they're not always on TV here in Fort Wayne, and so I'm able to watch like kind of bits and pieces of a, a bunch of different games all at the same time, which I really enjoy. Um, But, yeah, it's not quite the same as sitting down and watching an entire game, obviously. It is
1: what it is. Let's
0: do this.
1: Uh, Let's get into Week
0: 018 Recap. Let's talk about the first game on the docket there. We got the Kansas City Chiefs going into the Death Star and beating down the Las Vegas Raiders and Jared Stidham as Patrick Mahomes had a great game here. Uh, 18 of 26, 2 of 2, one touchdown. Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, really solid season for him as a rookie. 8-for-64 a touchdown. Ronald Jones and Kadarius Tony all had rushing touchdowns. Uh, Justin Watson led them in receiving yards. And Jared McKinnon uh, was at five games in a row with a receiving touchdown. Uh, he's been a real revelation for the Kansas City Chiefs as we've gone down the stretch here. Um, on the other side, Jared Stidham came back down to earth a little bit after it was a strong performance in week number uh, 17 against – I don't even remember who they played, but he had a pretty good game there. I think it was the Patriots, yeah, but I don't – yeah, Niners, thank you very much. Uh, 22 of 36, 219, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, he also led this team in rushing. Uh, Devontae Adams led the team in receiving yards, and Hunter Renfro uh, had the lone receiving touchdown for this team as the Raiders wind up their season at 6 and 11. And they lose the game, 31 to 13.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, again, our, like when, when, when we do this this episode, like, when we talk about disappointing teams, the Raiders are definitely going to be on there. I don't like the throwing of Derek Carr basically under, not a, tr- not a bus, but a whole train. Yeah, they pretty much just ostracized, ostracized and blamed Derek Carr for the terrible season that they had. And- I mean, Derek,
0: Derek Carr doesn't play offensive line for the Raiders. Derek Carr doesn't play defense for the Raiders. Like He put them in positions to win games. The defense regularly screwed it up for him.
1: And everybody wanted to talk about how would Devontae Adams do without Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. He had career highs across the board.
0: Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams is good no matter what system he plays in. So I I am not
1: <laughs> I, I don't like think guy,
0: that's much of a concern.
1: Like the guy had more like he had more yards this season than any season he's ever had with Aaron Rodgers. All right. Now obviously you're sad because you didn't get a full 18, 17, uh seventeen games. With Renfro, Waller, and Adams, and yeah, I think that yeah,
0: I think the, I think those guys only played uh, three games, like three games or so together as a whole.
1: And now you run the risk of losing Josh Jacobs in free agency. Maybe I don't see them trading away Devontae Devonte Adams, despite the rumors. And yeah, I don't you, think so either. And you basically all but ran Derek Carr out of town, so.
0: Yeah, I would be shocked if he was back in this team. Uh, they basically made it pretty clear that he will not be back there. And I don't, I don't know how you can bring back Devontae Adams if you're not going to have Derek Carr. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk about that when we get to the off-season preview. So we're going to do an off-season preview for every single team in the NFL. Uh, we'll get to all of those questions when we get to it. Um, but when it comes to this game, yeah, the, the Kansas City Chiefs was just way outmatched. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Kansas City Chiefs shored up the number one seed with this game. Um, I still don't absolutely love the way the NFL handled uh, that situation um, because Buffalo beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and if Buffalo had beaten the Bengals, they would be the Maybe. number one seed. Yep.
1: I mean, I just, I, I,
0: if anything, we talk about like a coin flip. We're going to talk about that game here in a little bit. But it should have been a coin flip between Buffalo and Kansas City, who's going to be the number one seed in the AFC. That's just my straight-up opinion.
1: I, it's uh Ooh. I kind of felt like there's no, there was no wrong, quote unquote, wrong way to handle that situation. Like it was, like no one wanted to touch that situation, and I don't blame them. Like it's at the end of the day, like you're not thinking about a game; you're thinking about someone's life. At the end of the day,
0: yeah, yeah. I I I appreciate that. I just I don't know. Just something about about that situation just irks me a little bit.
1: Like what? So what they decided was like if if the um, Bengals, not the Bengals, if the Bills and the Chiefs. No, I, to- I,
0: I I understand that situation. What my my point is that the Kansas City Chiefs got the buy over Buffalo because of it, and that's I I mean I, I the neutral side is fine, but Kansas City gets to play one less game because Buffalo didn't play one like they because they Buffalo played one less game technically. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It just it, you
0: know, it doesn't sit particularly well with me. Gonna, I wish a, the NFL handled it a little bit.
1: It's a new precedent. It's something that they've never dealt with before. So
0: true, true. Um, but yeah, uh, Kansas City took care of business. They knew what they needed to do. They're number one seed in the AFC. Uh, moving over, moving on to a win and in scenario, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars take a take care of business in Duval County as they beat the Titans twenty to sixteen and sure up the four seed in the playoffs. And they're nine and eight. They have a winning record. Uh, they go from having the first overall pick the winning the division in one season. Uh, What a difference Doug Peterson has made. Uh, He should for sure be in the conversation when we talk about coach of the year. Uh, We're going to do an award show here down the stretch here uh, where we think who should be taking some hardware home. Uh, That is not this show. But I do think Doug Peterson should be in the conversation. Joshua Dobbs, pretty solid game here for him. 20 29, nothing to hang his head, nothing to be feel down about. He played pretty well. Uh, 179, one touchdown, one pick. Derrick Henry was a monster in this game. 30 carries for 109 yards. Uh, I feel like they should have fed him the Rock even more. Um, And then their tight end, man, I cannot pronounce that first name, but Okonwu uh, had three catches, 41, 42 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, on the Jacksonville Jaguars side, Trevor Lawrence did just enough one to win this game as the Jacksonville Jaguars defense was dominant in this game. Um, he, Trevor Lawrence, 20 of 32, 212 yards, and touchdown. Travis Etienne, seven carries for 17 yards. Kristen Kirk, six catches for 99 yards. And that touchdown that I talked about, that touchdown pass was stupid nice. Wait, who's
1: touchdown pass? Trevor Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Okay. Oh, Chris. Yeah, Josh Dowd. you say Josh nice. No. Josh <laughs> oh, Diles. Yeah. Josh Townsend's touchdown
0: was nice too, but
1: yeah, that was a that was a nice touchdown pass. Um, yeah, like his inexperience, his lack of game experience definitely showed on that last drive. It's it's fourth and twelve. You don't throw the short route, dude. Like if you you don't do that, that's that's what you don't do. And then you 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 put your running back. I think that was Asan Haskins in a tough spot. It, it was so, not uh, one second. I will pull up the name.
0: It wasn't Asan Haskins, but. It, it was a by uh, the
1: way, it was a like you threw it short and you're asking you're asking the guy to basically I think Jonathan break two, Moore maybe to break three tackles and no, that's no. That was just if he'd have just waited, he bailed out of the pocket too long, if he had just waited, he had Robert Woods, I think
0: it was his fault, because I apologize.
1: So yeah, like he if he did if he'd have just waited, he had Robert Woods for the first down. If he had just waited that much longer, but he bailed out too early, and this is the result you get. Uh, uh, but to your point, it's unfair to put the blame on him. He they picked him up a week ago,
0: two weeks ago. But yeah,
1: two weeks ago. Like, and it was I don't know. Like, like, we'll get to this guy in a minute. Like now that Aaron Rodgers to Tennessee rumors are starting, I still think you should. What's the trade for Jordan Love? Because he's younger, you have him longer. And I'm not gonna what tennis like what Green Bay is going to with with Aaron Rodgers. Tennessee's just gonna do it too. Like I'm not doing this one year every year stuff of is he retiring? Is this it? Like you never know. Well, I think, I think I think the
0: I think the reason that those rumors are so piping hot is because this Tennessee Titans roster outside of the quarterback position is kind of ready to win now. And if you add Aaron Rodgers, you make this a much better team. Jordan Love is still kind of a wild card.
1: Well. Might as well figure out what what he is. Like the guy, he's well, how long? I'm I you I, you I, I, I,
0: I I think some team in the NFL is going to find out what he is
1: next season for sure. <laughs> so, but I don't know if you're Tennessee. You started off great, dude. You were like seven and three, and then you lost seven straight. And it's I mean you were like one and seven in your last eight games. Like that's just that's just not a recipe for success. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like losing Tannehill definitely sucked
0: yeah i mean they, they don't if they don't lose brian Tannehill this season I, I still think that they make the playoffs at some point um but yeah losing tion Tannehill, having that steady force uh steady steady quarterback play at least you know somewhat steady um yeah. so we'll see uh moving on from this game let's talk about also i think mike Vrabel should be safe i don't think he should lose his job oh yeah i'm, I'm
1: not losing mike Vrabel. i'm not firing mike Vrabel. Not Mike, Mike, to... Mike
0: Vable might be one of the better head coaches in the NFL right now. Absolutely. Uh, from Saturday, let's talk about Sunday as we have some upsets here on Sunday. I guess quote-unquote upsets. Uh, first Tampa Bay Buccaneers with nothing to play for uh, went into Atlanta and got bounced 30-17. to 17. Uh, I think they were trying to play for like a quarter and a half here, and then they finally were like, you know what? It's just but not it. worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it if we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose. Uh, we got nothing to play for. They lose we're, 30 to 17. We're uh, Tom Brady we're 13 in. to 17, 84, one touchdown. Giovanni Bernard, leading rusher, seven catches for 28 yards. Chris Godwin, um, leading receiver for this team. As Russell Gage and Kyle Rudolph, uh, each had mm-hmm. receiving touchdowns for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, one of those in garbage time for sure. Desmond Mitter, good game for him here. Uh, 19 of 30, 224 yards, two touchdowns, including the, his first two. Passing touchdowns as a pro. Uh, so, congratulations to Desmond Ritter. Uh, Tyler Algier, 24 carries for 135 yards. But Codell Patterson got the rushing touchdown. And uh, Amade Akias and Michael Pruitt had the receiving touchdowns. Drake London, solid game here to wrap up the season. Six catches for 120 yards.
1: Yeah, this was. Uh, so, first things, um, do you know this is Tom Brady's first losing season in 23 years? I had heard that, yes. So, that's just, you know, that's just. Yeah, you know, no big deal. Hey Tom Brady, this is your first losing season in two decades plus. Um Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um yeah. It, yeah, Tampa Bay, like, what would you say? Tom Brady threw for, what, 84 yards? What's that, a, a quarter and a half, maybe two quarters? Yeah, he, play,
0: he played, like, a quarter and a half into this game, and then the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
1: were like, yeah, yeah we're just going to – Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in – there's, like, we're a division winner, so we, we're guaranteed one playoff game. We're not – you know, I'm not – no. I'm just – it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. Like, this season is what it was, and it was an ugly one. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, Blake Gabbert came in uh, with 3.56 left in the second quarter. Uh, they were up 17-10 to at that point um, after the fumble by the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and if for the Atlanta Falcons, you know, 7-10, and pretty solid season here. I think Arthur Smith is safe. Uh, we'll talk about the Atlanta Falcons in their yeah, offseason. Yeah, but-
1: if, if, if you're Atlanta, you, you look back at this season and you realize a game or two, like a, 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 a call or two goes your way in a couple different games – Maybe
0: you you win the NFC South since nobody wanted to win it all season. Um, but, yeah, Desmond Ritter, you know, showed some moments here, here and there throughout the season. Um, they, they're they probably going to be drafting too high now to take any of those quarterbacks unless they want to take Bill Levis, who might still be there. I think you roll with Desmond Witter and you see how he, he handles out because the quarterback class next year is pretty good as well uh, with the, the, the kid from North Carolina coming out potentially, I think, and the kid from USC, Caleb Williams.
1: No, you got Notre Dame now. So I'm
0: talking about Sam Hartman. No, no, no. That's the kid that was at Wake Forest. I'm talking about uh, Sean May or Derek May or oh, Drake whatever. Oh, Derek May. Derek May. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's
1: like six Mays, probably, and they're all related. They're, they're, all,
0: they're all related, the and they're either playing college football or college basketball. <laughs> and they
1: all go to North Carolina. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, moving on to one of the hartwell the games uh, of the day, we had the the New England Patriots going into Buffalo Orchard Park and getting bounced <laughs> 35 to 23 as um, Demi Hans took the opening kickoff to a touchdown. Uh, it's the first kickoff return for the Buffalo Bills in three years and three, three years. months. Uh, how convenient and it is as they were playing for Damar Hamlin, who's number three. Who's number uh, three. Yep uh a rocky start a rocky game here for mac jones 26 of 40 243 three touchdowns but he also threw three interceptions uh so you gotta take some of the good with some of the bad uh mm-hmm. he definitely regressed in year two as opposed to year one uh ramondre mm-hmm. stevenson six carries for 54 yards Damian harris came back and they had 13 carries in this game devontae parker and jacoby myers all had receiving touchdowns devontae parker had two as he had a pretty solid season this year actually uh, when he was healthy josh allen uh, pretty solid game here. He didn't actually have to do all that much in order to win this game. Uh, 19 to 31, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, James Cook, nine carries, 45 yards, and Stephon Diggs and John Brown. John Smoke Brown, who we just, they just signed uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, had a touchdown along with uh, <laughs> Dawson Knox. Uh, so Buffalo takes care of business. Uh, they get the heartwarming story, and also, as we mentioned at the top <laughs> of the show, Mar Hamlin back home in Buffalo.
1: Home. Um, gee, so, I thought, I see thought this. I thought this was going to be ugly. You take the opening kickoff to the crib? All right, bro, I thought they was going to the 40-piece them, bro. I, I swear to I, God I thought so, dude. too. I mean, they
0: basically did the 35 points. I, mean, that's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they was going to go to work on them. Like, but to your point, I think the bigger issue here is, is New England and the lack of progression in Matt Jones' second season. Vance Joseph called them out. Like, he was like, the offense looks like – it's being called by defensive-minded guys, and that's because it was. Matt Patricia has no offensive mind, like minded. Like he's not that. Like yeah, Joe Judge no, is a special no, team's no, guy.
0: New England cannot go into next season with the same scenario as an offensive coordinator. They just can't. So they have we,
1: like we'll, and, No, they absolutely can't. We'll get into it. Like so, the Cardinals fired Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Eber. The Titans just fired t- their offensive coordinator, Todd Downing. So there's no excuse for the Patriots. There, there, to, there, was,
0: there was no excuse to begin with like that.
1: To not get an offensive-minded guy. Like, there's just no excuse for that. Um, yeah, if you're Buffalo, I mean, obviously, like, you, you touched on it when you touched on the Chiefs. Like, you, the, the, the great what if is that game against the, bank, uh, the Bengals because what happens if you win that game? What happens if you lose that game? What happens if it ends in the tie? All right, this game is just its just there. It's just move on. Uh, if, if they
0: if they beat the Cincinnati Bengals, they're the number one seed, and they get the bye, and they have to play one less game to go to the Super Bowl.
1: And if you lose that game, then what? You stand back, basically?
0: Yeah. I mean, they I think they'd be the three seed. Uh, but you'd still be a, an upper echelon AFC team. I mean, Buffalo is – Still a really good team, they're still a super role contender. Um, but yeah, I think they got you know, all you know, the NFL did what they could, the best of that scenario. Um, it is what it is, I guess
1: it is what it is. And like, I and not, he didn't just take that one, he took another one back to 101.
0: And yeah, it's, he like, too. Okay.
1: it's like, okay, it's and then the touchdown that Stephon Diggs got like Josh Allen, mm-hmm. it was just oh, yeah, like he was flat footed, and it's just like, dude, like. Like when you when you talk quarterbacks with a big arm, like most quarterbacks leave the ground in some kind of capacity to throw the ball deep. Josh Allen stood in that pocket, it's all six foot five of them flat footed, and said, "Bah!" Like that's arm talent. Like that yeah. is just. It
0: was just beautiful. It, it was weird, because like, like, we're talking about, like, oh, Stefan Diggs has been pretty quiet in this game so far. And then, and like, the, literally, literally the next play was, like, a 40-yard bomb to the end zone for Stefan Diggs. And, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen has all of the arm talent in the world. That's why he... that's why I think that's why he throws so many interceptions. He gets that Jake oh, Collar yeah. in him.
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. And another, on, on another touch note, like, they saw um Jason McCourty on the sideline. Very emotional, so... This is probably that was probably the last game. Um,
0: I, I don't. I don't think he's the only one. I think Matthew Slater is potentially. I think this is was his last game
1: as a pro as well.
0: I think yeah. both those guys are potentially going to retire.
1: So yeah, like it's uh, it was, like he was very emotional on that side. So I i I, I'm, I might be confusing him with the other one because it's Devin. It's Devin and Jason, right? Correct. I think Jason's already retired. Already retired. Well, yeah, we already know that one of them's already retired. So, like so Devin did. is
0: the one that's on the team now.
1: Okay. That, yeah. This was the if he was very emotional. So Devin McCourty might have played his last game in the NFL. Like twelve years out of Rutgers. Him and his brother. Like yeah, it was. He's had a very solid career. Very solid career.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, he's got a billion. What, I mean, two rings, three rings, three, three rings. Three, three rings? Uh, one second uh, i will tell you in a second uh he's got three super bowl rings With he won three a super bowl,
1: bowl, bowl. Rings?
0: yeah he won super bowl uh XLIX LI and LI3 i i don't i don't i know 51 53 i don't know what XLI <laughs> is that, what is that 49 uh
1: i'm so i'm pretty sure he won the one against the Seahawks pretty sure he was on that team the, he uh, so
0: i think that was super bowl 49 but yeah
1: rams he yeah, beat he beat the Rams the- team
0: and was that the last one they won? Yes. And uh he won one in between those two games. So he won the he was on that game. That was on that team to beat the Falcons too. Okay,
1: that's when you hit the
0: three team. Okay. Yep. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean Patriots, yeah, they got some offseason. We'll we'll get to them when we talk about their offseason. But yeah, Mac Jones is not as good in year two as he was in year one. Uh, and they have to shore up what's going on with this coaching staff. Uh for Buffalo. Um, kudos, you got a good win. Um, they can seal up the second seed in the AFC. Uh, moving on from that, let's talk about the Chicago Bears. Uh, as the Minnesota Vikings go into Shoulders Field and beat the Chicago Bears and Nathan Peterman, uh, after you uh, know, and Tim Boyle as they, they played basically roulette with quarterbacks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Minnesota Vikings 29 to 13 over the Chicago Bears, and with this loss, as Chicago Bear and the game we'll talk about here later. Uh, Chicago Bears so up the first overall draft pick. Uh there will be the first mm-hmm. team that we do in our uh, team se- season pre-offseason preview. Um I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly when those episodes are going to air. Uh keep an eye out for those, that stuff as uh Pride Sports World previews every team's offseason as they start the what season winds down here. Uh Kirk Cousins played I think a half or so uh it's 17 to 20 uh 225 one touchdown, yeah. Uh, Nick Bullens came in through a pick uh, Alexander Madison filled in for Dalvin cook. When Dalvin cook got hurt early, he came back, but uh, Alexander Madison, two touchdowns and KJ Osborne wrapping up a really nice season for KJ Osborne here, uh, especially down the stretch, five catches for 117 yards. Adam Thielen had the one receiving touchdown pretty quiet game mm-hmm. for Justin Jefferson as he did not even get close to Calvin Johnson's record. Uh, Nathan Peterman, 11, 19, 114 yards and a touchdown. Tim Boyle threw two, two picks. Uh, Villas Jones Jr. had the lone rushing touchdown for this team. And Cole Komet, another solid season for Cole Komet. five Four catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, Minnesota, you know, shoot, they got the three seed at San Francisco won later. Uh, but the Bears – Three and 14, mm-hmm. first overall pick. Um, they can do a lot of things with that first overall pick. They can take yeah, can. somebody there, or they can trade back. I was so I work at I work in Fort Wayne, right? And uh, that. <laughs> I have a lot of Colts fans that work in my newsroom. I said if they were willing to give us their first round pick, Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard, and Quentin Nelson, that would I I would I would make that trade. I think it would have to be one or the other. I don't no, think they give No, no, the, the Bears are setting the price. Like, give us both of those guys, Andy, first, yeah, and, and your and, I, and your first.
1: I, I understand the Bears are setting the price, but I'm saying if I'm the Colts, I'm not parting with both. It's one or the other.
0: Well, then I guess you're not going to get the first overall pick.
1: <laughs> so, like, it's, it's <laughs> either. So, like, if I'm the Colts, I, I, like, I'm basically putting the Bears in this. You know, I'm basically. Putting the Colts in the situation of who do you value more, Darius Leonard or Quentin Nelson? And in the way the game is played now, the more valuable piece in that puzzle is Quentin, Quentin Nelson. Nelson,
0: who wasn't good at all this
1: season, by the way. Nah. Um, no. So yeah, like it's, it's it's a lot can go right, and also, oh, I'm I'm just getting it out there because we're gonna we're gonna talk about it anyway when we do the off season preview. Stop talking about drafting Bryce Young. It's not happening. They're not getting off of Justin Fields. It's not happening. Shannon. Just, Sharp J- said, J- Justin
0: Fields, who was good this season, right? Look, like, like I right. don't. I, you put some legit weapons around him. Like
1: it's like Shannon Sharp said the best. If you're asking questions about Justin, like if you think if you don't think Justin Fields is the answer, you're asking the wrong questions. So like. I have a, like, I love them dearly, my brother, my cousin. Like, they – my brother is on the we need to draft Bryce Young train. I'm like, yeah, put another young quarterback behind this trash offensive line and get them killed. Yeah, that, that's, a, that, that, that's the recipe for success right there. No, nope, like, we ain't changing nothing. We just switching out the quarterback. And because that's just going to – like, Deshaun McCoy thinks the same thing. We just need to draft one of these young quarterbacks and build around them. Oh, you mean the same thing we're doing – around Justin Fields um I don't understand how Bears fans gave Mitch Trubisky four years to get right but they're ready they're, they're ready to move off from Fields after a year and a half
0: yeah well we'll get to we'll get to Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings yeah I, I would there's no way I would take a quarterback at the first overall. I would take Will Anderson before I did that or Jalen Carter um but for Minnesota this is a get right game after what was a abysmal a terrible performance against the Green Bay Packers. You kind of needed this little pick me up before the playoffs. Um, so good for Minnesota, Chicago. Uh more to be talking about
1: them um uh, down the stretch. For here. a long yeah, the whole eight months of yeah, it's gonna be eight months of so the Bears need to move off of Justin Fields. Well, yeah, the right draft now. is in
0: April, so it won't be eight months. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh moving on from this game of the battle for the AFC title, sort of. Um if, now, I have to coin flip who was going to host that game. Uh, Cincinnati at 27 and 16, win 27 to 16 over the Baltimore Ravens, who basically benched all of their legitimate starters and uh, started Anthony Brown at quarterback with varying missed results for him uh, 19 to 44, 286 and two interceptions. And you, Drake, the Drake, had the lone receiving touch, a rushing touchdown for this team. Uh, Zay likely had a really good game here, eight for 103, as Mark yeah. Andrews did not play in this game. Uh, Joe Burrow did enough to win the game. A little bit inefficient, but we'll take it. Uh, 25-42, 215-1 touchdown. Joe Mixon had a rushing touchdown. Jamar Chase had a receiving touchdown. Uh, his receiving touchdown is stupid nice if you have not seen it. Uh, Jamar Chase's.
1: Yeah, I think the defense uh, – I, I forgot who did it, but um, Sammy Watkins called the ball, and as he was going to the ground, he basically just got the ball straight up ripped from him, and it was like, holy – <laughs> yeah, Von Bell. Von
0: Bell is the one that recovered that fumble. Uh, I do not remember who forced it. Uh, it may have been Jesse Bates.
1: Like he just went right in and took it from me. It was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. But yeah, like if I'm the Ravens, obviously, like this season has been basically hijacked by the what are you what's the plan with Lamar Jackson narrative? And that's terrible because if I'm Lamar Jackson, again, I don't know what more I need to do to justify to justify why you need to pay me what I'm asking for. I also don't understand why no offer or any that we know of has been brought to the table. Like Well, I don't
0: think you're allowed to negotiate midseason.
1: Well, you had the off-season, like this past off-season. Yeah,
0: I, I I just don't think they were able to come to terms to a contract. I do think there was conversation and there was some offer. I just don't think it was what Lamar Jackson wanted. Uh, the Ravens are trying to lowball him. Didn't work out. They're going to have to pay him what he wants now. I mean, this is a two different uh, – the Ravens with and without Lamar Jackson are two different teams.
1: That they are. Um, but, yeah, it's – I don't know if – if, if, these are two teams that what you call it playoffs are guaranteed for both. It's I don't think this game impacted seeding in any way, shape, or form, did it? Well, so if the Baltimore Ravens had won this game, um,
0: and the Chargers had also, had, had, I think, won that game as well, um, they would have been a coin flip to see who hosts the uh, that playoff game between the Charger, the Bengals, and the Ravens. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I, know, I never really understood either. um because the Bengals, to... the Bengals the dangle Bengals clutched the division, but because of the winning percentage, I think the Ravens are better. I I don't I don't actually know. Uh all I know is that there was a Raven scenario where the if the Ravens beat the Bengals and the Chargers won, there would be a coin flip to see who hosted that first round playoff game between the Bengals and the Ravens. Uh Bengals took care of business, so all of that is a mute point. That it is That's Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on from the next game, we'll talk about the one that cost Lovey Smith his job. Uh, Houston Texans go into Indianapolis and beat the Colts 32 to 31 on a last second touchdown, uh, by Izzy's boy Davis Mills. Uh, I don't know what to say why Jeff Driscoll gets so many passes. Like, did they use him as like some kind of shot? I, I don't, I didn't watch this game, every, but it always seems like Jeff Driscoll has like has random stats in Houston Texans games. Like, I don't really understand what they're doing. Uh, but Davis Mills, uh, 22 of 38, 298, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Darragh Aguayi, I- 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 oh, man, Oof. 11 for 33. Brandon Cooks bounced back, five for one, six. Uh, Jordan Akins had two touchdowns in this game, including the Hail Mary that he caught, which went right through the defender's hands. Like, he couldn't. Like all you do is bat it down. You don't have to catch it. It's four it down. <laughs> Uh, they won the game. I, I honestly think the Colts threw the game. I, th- I think they were like, yeah, let's try to lose. Uh, Sammy Elliger yeah. wildly up and down. 23-35, uh, yeah. two touchdowns, two picks. Zach Moss, solid game here. 118-114, one touchdown. Uh, and Michael Pittman and Moe Alley cox caught the touchdowns for the Colts. As this game, 32-31, also locked up the number <laughs> one pick for the Chicago Bears and also cost Lovey <laughs> Smith his job. Um,
1: I'm not... Well, do you, that part I was- that part of this well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Answer
0: Do you that. think I, if the Colts that. had if the Colts had won this game and things had just gone to plan, would Lovey yeah. Smith still have his job today?
1: I, I don't know. Like there's no telling with the Texans. They're just so poorly ran. They probably would have fired them anyway. Um, but that being said, that's what I like I, I make that point all the time about teams that are bad. You you really think? You really think the players on the team right now give a damn about a number one overall pick? No. They want to win. At I Canada's mean, there, day, there
0: are bonuses incentives like they, they want to hit those bonuses, they want to win wanna, games. They want
1: they want to hit those bonuses, they want to hit those incentives. Like I made a joke yesterday about Kenny Galladay. like he caught a uh, he caught two passes yesterday one for a touchdown. That like, touchdown great. was nasty. It was. And I'm like great, 74 more catches he gets a he gets a bonus.
0: Yeah, uh, 750,000.
1: Right? Like, only 74 more catches now. He gets a bonus. Like, you don't think Kenny Galladay is pissed off that he had a terrible, terrible, terrible season? Like, these players on the Houston Texans don't give a damn about the number one overall pick. And I wish fans would really understand and care about that. Like, yo, they don't care about the number one overall pick. Because on top of that, team.
0: most of the players on that roster are not gonna be there to benefit from having the first overall Net pick. That number
1: one overall pick. Like they don't care about your they don't care about that. They don't care about your fantasy team. They don't care about your parlay. They don't care about none of that stuff. Why? Because it doesn't affect them. It don't. So like for the for the for the Texans to fire Levy Smith, it just pretty much tells me that uh, no matter what, they were probably gonna fire him anyway. And again, it's the leaky boat. It's the leaky boat analogy, right? I'm giving you this leaky boat that's full of holes, and I'm asking you to bring it back to shore to keep and keep it from sinking. Not only do you have to bring it back from shore, you got to keep it from sinking. Now, you, you're constantly having to use barrels and, and buckets to get the water out. It's constantly sinking. Oh, and you got to sail back to shore. By the way, like just to you know, you you gotta do all that while managing somehow to bring it back home. No, so like like the Texans don't. Colin Calhoun said the dumbest thing today. He's like the tex, like the Bears are closer to the Texans than they think. And I'm like, dude, like why? Why? Like how? Like how? How are the how are the Bears worse than the Texans? Because the Texans have won the division a couple times in the last few years. What good does that guy know? Oh, the quarterback was a serial molester. That's what it got him. It got them a racist owner who died and passed it down to probably his least, like, lesser racist son, for what it's worth. But, yeah, the Texans are, you know, ran better than the Bears. Sure, Colin, keep thinking that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man another thing another thing this did not cost you bryce young Texans fans if you still you if you want if you still want bryce young guess what you can do you can still get him at number two or you could trade or, up to get him or you could trade up to get him because the bears aren't going quarterback so like stop with the stop stop with the, oh he cost us this first off houston you're not no one was going to trade it up for you you need a quarterback we know that Unless yep. you're that sold on Davis Mills,
0: which come on, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, get, we'll talk about the Houston
0: Texans in their off season. Um, but yeah, this is two years in a row they they basically have given a head coach no opportunity or no chance whatsoever, and no then fired them fired him when things don't go well. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense um, having this stopgap. Like if you if there's a guy you want to hire, hire him, like. None of this nonsense of just giving a guy an opportunity and then firing him one season later. It just not it's not a good way to build a franchise. It just doesn't
1: you start to lose your fan base, you start to lose your players. Um but I would like like I don't see how they even have a fan base after this, bro. Like what like first off, so like they fired they they fired Lovey Smith and like they already named like D'Amico Ryans and I forgot who else as a candidate for the job. If I'm those two, I don't want this job.
0: I don't want this me? job either. And then you just, you just bestly like D'Amico Ryans. If I'm D'Amico Ryans, I'm not touching this job. With the I'm not football. touching this
1: job. I'm not, I'm like, I, 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 I would, him. I would,
0: I would rather stay in San Francisco if I was D'Amico Ryans. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Houston and have a terrible season and then get fired immediately. Like, no, I'm going to stay in season? No,
1: yeah. I'm not doing yeah. that.
0: Good luck. Yeah. Houston Texans Texas are going to have a hard time hiring somebody. They're going to end up with somebody like Jeff Saturday or Josh McCown, who's a high school coach. Uh, from this game, we'll talk about a game with playoff imp, implications. Uh The New York Jets who got eliminated going into South beach and losing to the Miami Dolphins, 11 to six, which this was a snooze of a game for oh, real. Like it was horrible. I mean, unless,
1: unless, unless you like defenses. Yeah. Like she it, wasn't
0: like... even, it wasn't even a good defense. It was just woefully bad offense. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, it just was the worst offense, like, ever. Um, Joe Flacco, 18 of 33, 149. Zovon Knight, 12 carries it's for 22 yards. Garrett Wilson wrap, wrapping up a really solid rookie season. Actually, nine catches for eighty nine yards. Um, uh, Skyler Thompson twenty of thirty one. Uh, if he's a starting quarterback for Miami in their playoff game, they are cooked. good luck. They're, going uh, They're going twenty on. of thirty one, one hundred fifty one yards, fifty two yards, no touchdowns, no nope, interceptions. Uh, Jeff Wilson sixteen for seventy five. Mike Asiky sighting four catches for forty six yards. It's just no touchdowns for you. Yeah, he is he's playing on the franchise tag right now. Uh Tyreek Hill got injured at some point during this game. It's just a abysmal offense, but the Miami Dolphins did enough to make the playoffs. So, there's that. Yeah,
1: they they ended the drought. They're, they they ended their playoff drought. Um, yeah, to your point, it was just uh well, first off, Joe Flacco hell of a career, dude. Um nice it was nice watching you do all these many years like your playoff run. Will go down in the history books as one of the best ever. I'm, yep. I'm serious. You, no, I'm you serious. went on the, I went on the, you went on the playoff stretch where you threw 11 touchdowns and no picks, and you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, Flacco, hell of a career, dude. If you haven't said it yet, I'm saying it for you. you yeah, Flacco's retiring. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> <Books>. <laughs> wow, let's not
0: be, His birthday's coming no, up. Let's not. Let's no, not be no, super no. rude. Hey,
1: happy birthday. Enjoy retirement. Here's the problem. <laughs> Here at the prom, we fire coaches, we cut players, and we we retire them early, with, even if they don't know it. Um, no, I'm serious though. I'm serious though. So like, if you're the Jets, obviously the question at hand is that the quarterback situation. What do you do? Derek Carr is going to be out there. Do you trade for Derek Carr? Do I mean, you
0: Tom Brady's going to be available potentially? Do you
1: throw Do you throw the Brinks truck if you can at Lamar Jackson?
0: I mean, I, I think it'll be interesting to see what the Jets end up doing in their offseason. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. But Miami, yeah, you had to win this game. Kudos. Yeah. <laughs> you you skaked out a victory. Uh, moving over to the <laughs> NFC South. Uh, let's talk about the Carolina Panthers also squeaking out a victory against the New Orleans Saints. Another snooze fest of a game. Uh, 10-7 to as they beat New Orleans in the final game of the season. Um We'll see if Steve Wilkes did enough to keep his job. I don't not think so. Um, Sam Darnold, 5 of 15, two picks. Chuba Hubbard, 21 of 69. Terrence Marshall Jr., 2 for 23. Um, it's just abysmal on offense all around for the Carolina Panthers. Not much better for the Andy Dalton-led inter and Saints. 15 of 25, 171, one touchdown. Alvin Camaro, 23 carries for 107 yards. Chris Olave 5 for 61, touchdown. <laughs> um, I'm not even sure how Carolina scored their touchdown in this game.
1: Uh, I, I wanna... didn't see it either. Um, if yeah, it again when we do, we'll do it. Saints.
0: Oh yeah, they when, had that Michael Jordan fumble recovery in the end zone.
1: Oh yeah. My, <laughs> Michael Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan NFL touchdowns one. LeBron James zero. No, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um, what about? Like, so yeah, when we do it, we'll, we'll do it. Um, disappointing team. Saints are definitely on that list. It was yeah. just. Uh it was just a bunch of blah blah that's what it was. It was like it was like bad gumbo for my for my Louisiana folks. It was like bad gumbo. I don't know how you mess up gumbo, because I don't like I ain't never cooked gumbo. But that's what it was for them. It was bad gumbo him Um at some point in time James Winston was healthy enough to play. And they just never went back to them. like they just they, <laughs> <they're never> gonna... <laughs> the, the, the worst thing, the worst part about it, like
0: the Saints had every incentive in the world to make the playoffs. They did not have a first round pick this year.
1: yeah, like it like, was I, I... yeah, it just didn't make any sense. like like, what are you doing? like what's the, like what was like legit? What was the plan? Like I feel like they went into the season with no plan whatsoever. And it came back and it cooked them. Right, it came back to bite them. The I still think the Michael Thomas situation was handled terribly. Um,
0: uh, well, he's talking about restructuring his contract for next they, season.
1: They they did it already. They saved oh, okay. like he's they doing, saved
0: he's, like he's he's gonna be out the door.
1: They saved like fourteen million in cap, I think. Yeah. Um, for what whatever good that does them.
0: I mean, I don't know what quarterbacks are going to be available. Like, I can't imagine like Derek Carr, I guess potentially, or even Aaron Rodgers. We'll we'll get to all those scenarios when we'll we get, get to the offseason stuff. But yeah, yeah Steve Wilkes, uh, you know, whatever. They're also going to get some sort of compensation for Sean Payton at some point, um, unless he doesn't coach this season. Uh, if I, which all the writing on the wall says he's going to coach this season, uh, the Saints are going to get some sort of draft compensation for him.
1: Yeah, because the Broncos want him and. Yeah, I yeah. stuff I mean, the band,
0: I mean, every team in the NFL is gonna. But the problem with the Broncos, we'll get. I mean, we'll get to their off season. But like Vance Joseph is part of the Sean Payton super Three. coaching staff that he wants to bring with him. And you think Vance Joseph, when <laughs> they want to go back to Denver, a guy they fired after one season? I don't think so. I
1: don't think so.
0: Uh, moving on from this game, let's talk about the AFC North, or AFC North. As Pittsburgh Steelers did enough to try to make the playoffs, got the winning record from Mike Tomlin as they beat the Cleveland Browns twenty-eight to fourteen. Deshaun Watson, man, whew, really up and down for this game. Nineteen and twenty-nine, two hundred thirty yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Uh, Nick Chubb, uh, twelve of seventy-seven. He also had his first receiving touchdown of the season. Um, five catches, forty-five. David and Joko had the other receiving touchdown. Uh, Kenny Pickett had a pretty solid rookie season, all things considered. Um, well, I pressed it down the stretch here. Um, but 13 and 29, one touchdown. Najee Harris, 23 of 84, one touchdown. George Pickens, uh, three for 72, one touchdown. That is a trio that you can definitely build around um, Pickett, as you move forward. Pickett,
1: tr- Pickett,
0: uh, Pickett, Harris,
1: Pickens. Yeah, uh, again, fifth, 16 years. 16 years, no losing seasons. That's hard. That's hard. Now, I understand for, what, 14 of that, he had Big Ben.
0: Yeah.
1: And I get that. Like, I, I, I understand that. You, for a bulk of that, you had Big Ben. You had the great Troy Palomalo. You had James Harrison. You had a bunch of great players along the way. But guess what? You still got to play. Still got to win the games. You still got to put that work in. And again, Steeler fans, please, please keep calling for his job. I dare you. He'd have a job in an hour.
0: He would. He would be the most (laughs) highly sought after coaching prospect, maybe ever.
1: He'd have a job in an hour. Like, I don't understand. it. Like, just appreciate the greatness while you have it. Seriously. Um. You kind of hit it like you have your foundation. Pickett, Pickens, Harris. You just gotta build up front. You still got T.J. Watt anchoring your defense. You got um, Mika
0: Fitzpatrick, who's still a solid you got player. Mika,
1: you got Mika Fitzpatrick. Like you basically got playmakers at all three levels. I think Cameron got, Hayward
0: uh, still a good player, borderline Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. So we'll, we'll, we'll
0: get we'll talk about the Steelers here, Kawhi, and down the stretch here. Uh, but yeah, continue. And I think the Browns they have some real source of what you're in the offseason, what the team's gonna oh, look like. No, oh, um, oh,
1: next season, next season, no excuses, no excuses. Like, you're gonna have Deshaun Watson fully focused, he can just literally focus on football, and nothing else.
0: There's I think, no, I think, I think the conversation around Kevin's Stefanci's job may be, or it may not be interesting. Uh, I think he's done enough to secure that job, but we'll see. Oh, for this season, yeah, next season, this season
1: was pretty much a wash. I agree for the Cleveland, Cleveland. Browns because because they knew Deshaun Watson was going to be gone for some some kind of time period. It's like yeah, this season was a wash for them. Like right? but next season, no excuses, none, absolutely
0: none. From the AFC North, let's talk about the AFC West as the Los Angeles Chargers played their starters for a majority of this game, uh, but still came up short against the Denver Broncos, 28-31. to 31. Uh, That other touchdown was kind of in garbage time when Chase Daniels was in the game. Uh, it kind of the, the real turning point, I think, for this game was when Mike Williams got hurt during this game and literally like couldn't get off the field, and they had to use the cart to get him off the field, and then they had to like carry him to the locker room from there. Um I hope that's nothing serious. Uh, I have not looked into the reports to see what that was. Um, but after that, the Chargers, you know, they let Justin Herbert play like one more series after that. And they were like, after they pulled the plug shortly after that. Um, but Chargers, Justin Herbert, 25 of 37, 273 and two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, uh, 11 for 34. Keenan Allen had two touchdowns in this game. I'm going to look up that Mike Williams thing here in a second. Uh, Russell Wilson, end up the season on a kind of a high mode here, 13-24, uh, two thir- 283, three touchdowns, one interception. Latavius Murray continues to be a solid running back for them, 15-103, and one touchdown. Um, Cortland Sutton and Tyler Batty, uh, on his first NFL catch, gets his first NFL touchdown, um, and Eric Thomason had receiving touchdowns for the Denver Broncos.
1: Yeah, I, well, yeah, probably the the lead leader, like the, the head of the club, the head of the table of the disappointing team. You don't, don't you disrespect season.
0: Roman Reigns like that?
1: Probably the head of the table in the disappointing team <laughs> club this season. is. Uh, you know don't, you don't, what? Well, Roman Reigns, he's the head of the table. I know. Okay. But the head of the table in this situation is the Denver Broncos with
0: well, you can't you can't even talk about head of the table. Like Roman Reigns gets really upset. Oh man, what's he gonna do? Come find me? <laughs> Maybe. He he's got a bloodline. They'll come after you.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. It's like all, all we all we heard all we heard for basically three years is Let's ride, the baby. Bron- the uh, the Brian's uh, the Bron- uh, the Broncos are a quarterback away. They're a quarterback away. They're a quarterback away they have weapons and they had everything you needed to be great they just needed a quarterback and you finally get the guy that you think is going to get you over the hump and it was awful cost a man his job and nathaniel
0: hackett it was nathaniel hackett cost
1: himself his job Let's let's not play around like he wasn't part of the problem here I'm, I wasn't absolving him of any blame, but it, it, it happened. Like, bro, like court, like team play also, what you call it? Team play also plays a role in how you look, like how, how the coach is deemed, right? If your team is good, it's more, more credit goes to the coach. If your team is bad, if they like you, they'll be like, oh, well, this is why. They'll make excuses for you, right? But Nathaniel Hackett is, again, I, I kind of felt like he was left out to dry. Like, once they couldn't land Aaron Rodgers, then it was pretty much – they were pretty much in a scramble mode because it's like, yo, we need a quarterback. We need a guy. I agree with you. I agree with you. We need a guy. And they did what they did to get Russell Wilson, and here we are. They can't forget – like, they, they can't wait to start next season fast enough. Like, it's they true. really can't. Yeah, they can't.
0: I think they're going to end up with Sean Payton as their head coach. We'll see how that ends up shaking out for the Chargers. Um, also, the Mike Williams is just a back contusion. MRIs came back pretty positive. Uh, should be able to practice at some point this week. But at the time when I was watching that line, that injury looked terrible. It looked bad. Okay, looked real bad. Hmm? Um, the, there's, I mean, not necessarily the injury looked bad, just like the way his way he walked around after it. Like he literally couldn't walk to the locker room. Like he had to be like sort of. You know, carried to the locker room. It, it looked hmm. rough. I, I don't. I don't know. Look. Uh, moving on from this game, let's talk about the NFC East as the Philadelphia Eagles locked up this their division and the number one seed throughout the NFC. Uh, As they beat the New York Giants that were not playing their starters 22 to 16. But Davis Webb was actually solid in this game Uh, 23 of 40, 168, one touchdown. Uh, Gary Brightwell, 11 carries for 60 yards. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, sort of in the middle, actually, Kenny Galladay had the lone receiving touchdown. Uh, Our boy from NIU, two catches for 30 yards, including that touchdown, which you have not seen it. It is nasty. It It is is really, it's an impressive touchdown. Like the dude has talent. Uh, on the Philadelphia yeah. side, Jalen Hurts twenty thirty-five, one interception. Boston Scott had a touchdown. AJ Brown four for ninety-five. As the Eagles pull off the victory, twenty-two to sixteen. Giants try to make this interesting late, uh, but they just ran out of time, sort of, as Man, they couldn't pick dude. up the onside kick.
1: So yeah, um, like again, if you're the Giants, I think Daniel Jones did enough this season to get some kind of deal from you um you're in the playoffs right great excellent um you're ahead of schedule you're ahead of yeah basically brian dayball coach of the year not just not just votes he's probably gonna be the winner um read off the numbers again who did what now i know kenny got um it's it's really not important it's really not important but if you're jalen hurts I mean, if you're the Eagles fan and Jalen Hurts played in this game, like, yeah, you pretty much just wanted him to quote-unquote 20, 20 off, of right?
0: 35, 229 in a pick. Uh, did not throw a touchdown in this game.
1: Jalen Hurts did? He also,
0: he also didn't run his usual um, profile, I guess is what you want to say. He only had nine carries in this game, but I think in normal Jalen Hurts healthy uh, has way more than this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pretty much just want to, you know, knock off the rust and all that good stuff. Like, you know, just get, get your feeling for the game back because you – you only missed three weeks, but it was, you know, it's like, oh, I'm playing in this last game. And you kind of needed to play because you needed to lock up number one C. So, yeah, if, if you're the Eagles, just keep riding the train that is – that's what you've been riding all season, right? You're probably – are you a Super Bowl favorite or is it the Chiefs? I think
0: them and – I think they're all kind of pretty close when it comes to Super pretty Bowl close?
1: favorites. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: I mean Eagles, so, Eagles, Chiefs, and Bills and Bengals, I think they're all in the conversation when it comes to Forty Niners.
1: obviously if I'm the uh if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, the only team that concerns me, really, I'm being a whole I'm being honest, on the NFC side is the San Francisco 49ers. Like and it's I don't I don't think it's close because they can match you tit for tat and any kind of style of football you want to play. you want to play up and down, they can do that. you want to be physical, they can definitely do that. They probably prefer the physical style.
0: I, yeah, I agree with you. Moving on, let's talk about the San Francisco 49ers. As they go – as they welcome in the Arizona Cardinals for their final home game of the season, and they beat the Cardinals and – cough this didn't necessarily call Cliff Kingsbury his job, um, but the cl- collective of this season basically – Signed his way signed his walking papers. Uh they win 38 to 13. David Blau got the started for the uh for the Arizona Cardinals. He went 14 of 18, one touchdown, two interceptions. Corey comment 8 to 23 and a touchdown. AJ Green uh rolling back the clock here a little bit, three catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Brock Purdy continues his excellent play after as being named the starter for San Francisco. As they kind of needed this game in order to show up the number two seed. Uh, so good for them. 15 to 20, three touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell activated off IR. For the game, had two touchdowns in this game. Chris McCaffrey and George Kittle had two touchdowns, and his down the stretch has been incredible. George Kittle has been amazing so far at down the stretch of the season. Uh, I think he has like eight touchdowns in the last eight
1: games, something like that.
0: But yeah, San Francisco take care of the business.
1: Um, McCaffrey, like you said, McCaffrey or Kittle?
0: Kittle. Kittle. So McCaffrey. Kittle in the, so Kittle, his last four games, he's got nine t- seven touchdowns in the last four games.
1: How many does McCaffrey have since being traded to them? Um a lot?
0: I, I Like I total. I, like
1: running and like running and catching. Like he's I think the number's like ten. Ten total touchdowns since being traded to them. Uh
0: so four on, six, ten. Ten touchdowns 10. since you joined the San Francisco 249ers. <laughs> he played eleven games for them. Uh, he's had ten touchdowns. So every game but one. Every
1: game he's played there, He had a touchdown. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Oh, yeah, all right. So yeah, um yeah, the Cardinal the Cardinals again, terrible season. Kinda of gotten kinda of got lost in the sauce with the uh with the suspension of DeAndre Hawkins, which we touched on when it first happened we were kind of like hey we we kind of have to re readdress their first eight games because him not being there is is huge and we were kind of like if you can keep the if you can stay afloat during those eight seven or eight games you can go four and eight i mean four and eight four and four three and whatever if if it it didn't get too far away from you then you'll be in play for it but it was just up and down, up and down, then you lose Kyler for the entire season.
0: And most of next season as well.
1: And most probably. of next season. And then Which is why I
0: kind of thought maybe they'd keep Clint Kingsbury there. Um because you're now they're gonna be paying two quarter two head coaches next season for what could potentially be a throwaway season. Um but right
1: and right and, and on top of that, so like you, you fired Cliff Kingsbury after you gave him an extension. Correct. Which to me I, I will never understand because like get yeah, like you said, like now whoever you hire you're you paying both coaches, and the NFL then released a statement, like, "Hey, pretty much saying, like, hey, stop firing coaches while they're on deals." Stop
0: uh, here's, that. Here's the thing, owners don't care. They have money. They don't care. It's not counting against the salary cap. It doesn't mean it has no. They don't, there's no incentive to keep a head coach if you
1: don't want to. I, I refer, like, when they keep when that turns into. When that turns into billions, when they reach the billion threshold of coaches, they done not paid out. Yeah, true. Uh, Yeah, San San
0: Francisco for sure took care of business. Uh, They're the number two seed in the NFC. Um, They're gonna be they're gonna be a tough out.
1: Oh hell yeah! I mean, all you're asking Brock Purdy to do is not mess it up, and yeah, just luckily for him, the 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 parts around him are are healthy, and so he looks. He looks a lot better than probably what he actually is. Also, um, Niners fans, Brock Purdy's not better than Justin Fields. Please stop.
0: He's not. <laughs> he has a way better offensive line and way better. Weapon. I'm like,
1: it, like it, this is a this is a real easy fix. Flip the script. Put put Justin Fields in that situation. Put any other quarterback in here. Like they're gonna look terrible. They're gonna be bad. So sure. just please. Uh,
0: moving moving on from this game we got the clc hawks who because the green bay packers lost which we'll get to uh they have they are going to be the seventh seed in the nfc uh they beat the los angeles rams in overtime 19 to 16 uh baker mayfield uh you know 13 and 26 147 a pick came acres 21 104 van jefferson uh three catches for 61 yards on the geno smith side of this 19 for 31 213 yards one touchdown two interceptions kenneth walker Probably going to be the offensive rookie of the year, potentially. Mm -hmm. Uh, 29 for 114. Uh, Tyler Lockett, four catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown. His touchdown is nice. It's a Tyler Lockett touchdown. It's just really
1: nice. It's a Tyler Lockett Um, touchdown. It's true. (laughs) Tyler Um, Lockett also went over 1,000 yards this season, so that's his And he missed some
0: time, too, so it's really impressive.
1: That's his sixth or seventh time going over 1,000 yards.
0: And uh, the only thing, the only, so I'm happy for the Seattle of Hanifino Smith. Uh, he also passed Russell Wilson for most passing yards in franchise history um, for a season. Yeah. Um, that Jalen Ramsey off uh, un- un- unnecessary roughness penalty and overtime. Talk about
1: it. Talk about it. Go I, ahead, I just don't think
0: mind. it's a. I, I just don't think it's a good call. Like, what was Jalen Ramsey supposed to do? Like, he's standing on the he's standing out of bounds, and Jalen Smith basically ran into him. And so Jalen Ramsey is bracing himself for impact, and it's a flag on Jalen Ramsey. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Like when you watched it, I was like, Man, that's not a good call. Like, and basically it costs. The Seahawks it costs the Rams a game and essentially. And what is Jalen Ramsey supposed to do in that scenario? Like he's Talk standing, like, he's standing there on the on the sidelines. Geno Smith runs directly into him, and yeah. it's a flag on Jalen
1: Ramsey. I just yeah. don't like that call. I just don't. Again, it's if I'm a def- like again, I'm a defender. I'm I'm already playing with my whatever your dominant hand is. So in my situation, I'm right handed. If I was an NFL defender, you're making me play with my right hand tied behind my back. All right? I can't. I can't do anything. I can. I can only hit a. I can only hit a player, in this square of a window. And if I hit him outside that square of a window, I run the risk of running a penalty. To your point, Jalen Ramsey was literally just like Geno Smith ran to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Geno, Geno Smith knew what he was doing. He, he was. He bathed the refs their ass <laughs> and he won. I mean. Yeah, that's just the way it goes, and they missed a, a blatant like that face mask. Like he basically put his hand in Jalen Smith, Jalen Ramsey's face mask after that uh, by DK Metcalf. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I just don't like that particular call. Uh, I still think the Seattle Seahawks deserve to win the game. Uh, I just didn't like that call. I also we all talk about the Rams here in a season preview at some point, but I think Sean McVay may have coached his last game, um, at least for a while. Um, he wants to talk about wants to you know deal with his family. He just had a kid, uh, I think, or he just got married. I think he wants to start a family. He can't really do that as a coach in the NFL. Um, so I think Sean McVay may walk away from the Rams. He's going to get a job in the booth somewhere. He might be the best analyst they have if they get him like one of those booth guys. Um, yeah, but the offseason the, the offseason off is very murky at best yeah, for the Rams.
1: The the roamer was um, he becomes the new play by play of analyst guy for uh Thursday night.
0: Uh, so I, I, F- I would like I would love that. I mean Kirk herbstreit has been fine, but I, I think they needed I think so yeah, need
1: Herbstreit goes back to ESPN, does the college I mean he already he definitely.
0: already does ESPN too so he's double like
1: that, are, that that's what he's great at. That's what he's better at. He's a better college football guy than NBA guy you think, right? Yeah. Uh, uh NFL guy, I'm sorry. And yeah, so like if you're McVay you're just yeah, you, you you go to the booth for a year until you get the, till you become a coach again, and that's what you do. It's like I don't know, like the Rams again, like they were beat, they got beat the hell. They they gave up all the draft capitals for a Super Bowl. In the end, they probably would do it all over again if it meant them winning the Super Bowl.
0: Hundred percent. And uh, yeah, congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks for going to the playoffs. Uh, to the final game in the late afternoon window, as the Dallas Cowboys lead a goose egg in Landover, Maryland, against the Washington Commanders, and Sam Howell making his first NFL start. Uh, the Cowboys lose this game, twenty-six to six. Dak Prescott, fourteen and thirty-seven, one twenty-eight, one touchdown, oh one pick. That was a pick-six. Uh, Malik Davis, five ca- five carries for nineteen yards. Ceedee Lamb, five for fifty-two and a touchdown. Sam Howell, actually, pretty solid game for his first NFL start. Uh, 11 of 19, 169, one touchdown and one interception. Uh, Garrett Patterson led them in rushing, 17 for 78. Scary Terry McLaurin led the rushing and receiving uh, three for 74 and a touchdown. Um, Dallas, they had something to play for here, and they just laid a goose egg for real Uh, because at the time they did not know that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to win. Like that game was still up in the air. The San Francisco 49ers game was still up in the air. Um, They could have been the number one seed in the NFC. If things had taken out the way in in a positive way for Dallas and for them to show up like and play like this pretty embarrassing.
1: Yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, Yeah. I I, I think they, did they fall into the, the no tape trap? Like, there's no tape on Sam Howe outside of what he I mean, did I college. I'm asking, he's, like, he's, like, if they fall into that trap. I mean, maybe, time, I mean, maybe.
0: I mean,
1: maybe. No, he's but got some athleticism. Like,
0: he's got a cannon for a rocket, got, a I, rocket for an arm.
1: I think at the same time, there are certain teams that are just too good to fall into that trap. And I think teams like the Eagles, teams like Buffalo, teams like KC, Dallas, like, like no, like, you're structured to play anybody, anywhere, at any time, and for you to put out that performance with a division on the line, basically, is terrible. Like, yeah. what was the preparation? Like, what was that? Like, did you? I don't. I, I don't understand that. Also, uh, if you're, if if you're Washington, do you go forward with Sam Howell at quarterback next season? Like, that's a yeah, that's maybe. an off season question. So I don't I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what the plan is for I I, Washington. I,
0: I think Washington is in limbo until Dan Snyder starts the team.
1: Total, they are in total limbo, which if they sell the team, you know what else could happen? another name change <laughs> uh,
0: maybe i mean the commander name is bad anyways um yeah the commanders we'll see what ends up happening we'll talk about them i think ron davera is probably safe as a head coach there uh, unless the owner like new ownership gets there and just want a clean house which could be a thing uh which but I, I i don't know uh to the final game sunday night football as the Detroit Lions go into Lambeau with nothing to play for and beat the Green Bay Packers 20 to 16 officially eliminating them from playoff contention uh and they also have a winning season kudos to Detroit Lions from the second overall pick to a winning record uh under Mm -hmm. Dan Campbell who's a pretty solid head coach I would say um they win 20 to 16 Jared Goff uh 23 of 34 224 uh no touchdowns and no interceptions small Williams um Broke Barry Sanders' record for rushing touchdowns in a season. So, kudos to him as uh, 16 for 72 and two touchdowns. Uh, Khalif Raymond, I swear, dude. uh, Four for 65 as the leading receiver for the Detroit Lions. Uh, And then Aaron Rodgers, just 17 to 27, 205, one touchdown and one interception. That could be his last throw ever as a Green Bay Packer uh, or potentially last throw ever as a member, as a quarterback in the National Football League if he does decide to hang him up. Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones, 12-48, no touchdowns. Christian Watson, uh, down the stretch here, really solid rookie season. Uh, five for 104, mm-hmm. Laila Lazar.
1: Imagine, imagine if imagine if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers' doghouse for the first two months
0: of the season, what he couldn't do. Yeah. Uh Alan Lazar had the lone receiving touchdown, but overall, Aaron Rodgers wasn't particularly sharp, wasn't particularly good in this game. Uh, the interception he threw was bad. Really, like, total misread of the defense, just terrible decision um and Detroit Lions kudos to you and also I I just that Aaron Rodgers thing with the end of the game where Jameson Williams asked him for a jersey swap and Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers said I kind of want to hang on to this jersey Mm -hmm. it's just Aaron Rodgers just being Aaron Rodgers he wants to make every moment about him like it can't be just like like it's just like hey every moment has every moment of every moment of the NFL season has to be about (laughs) Aaron Rodgers like your team just gets bounced in the playoffs how can I make a headline while not being involved in the playoffs I can, I can like, let that slip. Like, oh, no, I think I'm going to keep this jersey. Like, it's so vague. Like, it doesn't mean anything, but people are going to blow it out of proportion. Because I already did. Like, as soon as he said it, I was like, holy cow, did you hear what he said? And it, it literally like, could be no. nothing.
1: And, like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I I don't want – okay, I made eight months. Okay, my, it might not be eight months. I don't want six months of, is this it for Aaron Rodgers? What are the Packers going to do? Because, you want to know why? We've been doing this for the last three years. This is exactly happened, what Brett
0: Favre did. He's just taking it right out of the Brett Favre playbook.
1: <laughs> and what's happened the last three years? He suited, like, like the guy that said they are leaving, like, this might be it. I don't know. I have options. No, you don't. Why? Because they gave you they gave you $60 million for next season. You're not going anywhere. They're not eating that kind of cap. They're not, no. And no team is taking that kind of cap hit it's not they're not doing it it's not worth it not worth it so stop with the woe is me i don't know what i'm gonna do attitude bro like you suck you're playing the media like a fiddle and i'm so pissed off at the media for falling for the fiddle every time every they fall for it every time like all you have to do is be like you know what i'm not giving aaron Rodgers the time of day this time like no just not doing it it's not it's that easy
0: and uh, it really Izzy, is. Izzy, Izzy might be getting close to having that extravaganza. <laughs> like, it's just
1: so, it's it's just
0: ah, and uh, yeah, shout out to Detroit, uh, good win here. Um, but yeah, like, oh man, is so, Detroit,
1: Detroit finna be a they're gonna be a problem. Yeah, so James this Williams defense continues like, to get younger, get better. Jameson Williams gonna be an issue because, like, like, and they, got, they got two first had, round picks. All right, that touchdown he had, they got called back because of the whole, like, oh, my God, bro. He yeah, caught, man. like, it was a drag route, and he caught, well, not a drag route, a crossing route, and he turned that into, into a touchdown. It's like, dude, this is Jameson Williams, Aiden Hutchinson for the next 10 years? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh it's gonna be done. Nice. It's gonna
0: be super nice. Uh, we'll we'll see how things end up shaking out here for both these teams in the offseason. Uh We'll get to that. But yeah, as we, as it stands, Aaron air Rodgers is so good. Like he's just so good at playing the media. Like, like oh hey, my team's not gonna be the playoffs. How can I still be a headline? Just have that little moment with James Williams where you just refuse to trade the jersey with him because you might want to keep it because t- it might be the last time you play for the Packers. Like,
1: Oh, and what else can I do? Oh, I'm going to be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what the plan is. I'm, I'm, it, it'll be it'll be what you call it. It'll be cocky of me to think that I'm just going to automatically be back next season. Dude, you already said we <laughs> were coming back next season. You already <laughs> said it. Uh, moving on as we wrap up here,
0: week number 18. Let's do as we normally do on Tuesday. Uh, But since there's no uh, recap show for Monday Night Football uh, tomorrow, let's talk about game balls. Uh, TJ, go first.
1: All right, my game ball of the week will probably got – it's, it's got to be Sam Howell. For like, we killed that decision. we like, oh, you're going – you're feeding Sam Howell to the Dallas Cowboys? His first NFL game is one of the best defenses in football. And what does he do? Kill him. He looked <laughs> – f- like, killed him. Like, he looked like he been playing the whole season. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Sam Howell. Shout out to the rookie.
0: My my game ball does not go to anyone anyone who was on the football field. It's Dan freaking Campbell, Campbell? man. Dude, that guy's got the cojones of a like. I, I can't even explain it, dude. Like his like his post his pre his pregame interview that he did during the game. His pregame and like, game interview, his uh, like, uh during the, like
1: that the halftime interview. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was like, like well, because like he. He was asked the whole, like, all right, well, you're eliminated. So what are you going to do? Well, we can't go. They can't hey, go. <laughs> if we can't go. They can't
0: go. Like, I'm giving it to Dan Campbell, the entire Detroit Lions, just playing with heart, playing with emotion. And Dan Campbell has that team playing hard for him. Um, so, yeah, kudos to Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions. Yeah, you're not going to make the playoffs, but you've got a season where you're building on something. Uh, also, Mike Tarico, it's Khalif Raymond. It's not Caliph. Why did you keep saying that? Like, how does nobody get his ear? And rec- like, hey, you're saying his name wrong every He's time you say it. I
1: don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't think they want to. Like, I don't think those guys in that room want to be that guy to be like. No, hey, dude. No, wait. You're pronouncing, dude, if you're, uh, you're pronouncing no way. that
0: name wrong. No, no. Like, I'm. No, I'm not dude. I, don't know. I, I work at television, dude. I'm telling you. If somebody's mispronouncing the name, I'm gonna get in their ear and be like, yo. No. Like, it's wrong. It's wrong. They let, they let him the whole game mispronounce his name the entire game. Like, I don't understand how that even happens. Like, how does it, I understand, like, maybe the first half, you don't mention it. But at halftime, like, hey, yo, that name that
1: you've been saying over and over again, getting it wrong. Like, well, like, I remember I remember years ago, like, when uh, Nikola Miritich was on the Bulls, I forgot who they were playing. It was like a Sunday – like a Sunday game on ABC. And – he like he kept calling uh, Miritich Meritic and it's like he did it for an entire quarter and he's like, is no one gonna tell him? That's like <laughs>
0: yeah, the, thought, that's the, not-
1: the crazy thing is the crazy thing, Mike Tarico is so good at his job,
0: like he is so talented, like because he like his versatility, his ability to cover like Olympics and basketball and baseball and football. He's stupid talented, like he's a talented human being. But there's just some things that just like like, how does nobody tell you, hey, it's not it's not Calif, Raymond. It's Calif. <laughs> I, just don't, I, don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's been our Week 18 recap as we are wrapped up the national football season here as we move into the playoffs. Uh, tomorrow we're going to break down those matchups uh, for Super Wildcard weekend. Uh, then we're going to – on Wednesday we're going to do the crossover. Thursday uh, we're going to do a mo- – we're going to do a bracket challenge – where we, um, whoever is involved in the show is going to do a bracket. And whoever has the best bracket gets some bragging rights here at Prime Sports World. And then Friday is probably going to be a college football show, college football showdown with Izzy. Uh, <laughs> as he's currently in Missouri, I guess that's where you go when the Packers lose. You go to hide in Missouri.
1: Why is he in Missouri? I don't know. That's
0: like vacation kind of thing. I don't know. He's been in Utah, so maybe he just stopped in Missouri. Uh, but that's where you go when the Packers don't make the playoffs. You go to Missouri to hide. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah please share like share this like like share and subscribe to the podcast and if you weren't able to watch us live we're also on apple music we're on spotify and that other one is amazon music i think i'll, I'll get it memorized at some point uh tj what do we do Hit the prom my
1: friend we bring the heat.
0: Yes, sir. sir, we do. And it's 31 degrees here, so we could use some heat in Fort Wayne. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all well, have a good night. It it's not freezing, so I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, uh, 31 degrees is actually below freezing. But well, that's, you know, nitpicking. Uh, we'll we'll right. be back here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night. Peace out, brother. See you.